0: Welcome to the Redbeard Embodiment Podcast. I am your host, Alex Green, and I'm on a mission to bring the power of embodiment to people all around the world. In this podcast, we explore how embodiment practices, trauma healing, and knowledge about the human nervous system can help us find our ground, discover new sources of meaning, and create connection in an ever changing world. The deepest change is it body change? All right. Well, um, I'm excited to be sitting here with my good friend and colleague, Ellen McKenzie. And Ellen's been on this podcast before. uh, Earlier, one of the earliest podcasts, we were talking about uh, Zen body work integration. But today, uh, we're going to talk about TRE because uh, uh, Ellen has had a long uh, TRE journey, both of ours somewhat in parallel. And uh, she's uh, also a, a TRE trainer for the for Redbeard and and as well as a practitioner in our Madison location so um, uh, uh, yeah so the main kind of goal today is to Ellen is to is to hear a little bit about um, uh, your own story of finding TRE what what you know, what led you to it and and then we'll talk about uh, the ways the unique ways that you're integrating it into your, your practice. Um, so yeah, happy to have you here. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you. It's a delight to be here. Um, yeah. Where
0: should yeah. We start? Well, um, yeah, do your, I, you know, I call it the origin story. So, um, uh, you know, what's in, okay. in go as far backwards in time as you need to, but to set, to set the okay. scene for, uh, why, you know, when the unusual pro, uh, process of tremoring came your way, you know, why it was a, why it was a click for you. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so when I was introduced to Terry, I was in a phase in my own, uh, career where I was working with people individually in a, with a therapeutic lens. Um, I hadn't gone through my Formal yoga therapy training. I was getting ready to start that, but I had had um, a 300-hour therapeutics training, and so it was really just chewing on this: How am I helping people? What, what, like that was like my driving mission in my work. Well, like, how am I keep refining? Okay, but wait,
0: wait, wait. People, but right? but back this so up just slightly in yeah. case somebody doesn't already know you. So 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 okay. yeah, oh, yeah now, just okay. like you know, your yoga <laughs> yoga teacher, yoga therapist. You know, just. Yeah. 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 Yep.
1: Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. So, all right. So, um, so yeah, so I'm a, a yoga therapist. I work with Hannah somatics. I'm also a TRE provider as an and yeah. body worker. Um, my entry point to body work, body-based work, somatic oriented work was through yoga. And that, that, that was sort of like my thing. Um, and when I was introduced to, to TRE, I was, uh, you know, working therapeutically with folks. I was still working a lot in group settings, classes. I was running a yoga studio. Um, and you and I, through our friendship, we were kind of, I, I always tell people we are each other's guinea pigs. So it's like, okay, I'm doing this new thing. Right. And, you know, can we work together on this? Can I practice yeah. with you? So when we were introduced or when you were introduced to TRE or going right. through your training, you circled around to me to say, hey, I got to do some practice stuff. Can we, right, can we right, play around right. with this? And I was like, that sounds weird, but sure. <laughs> at that time, though, in my own lens, I was really having some deep curiosities about different ways I can support people therapeutically. Um, I My lens at that point with movement was still very much a yogic one and, and a, a fairly what I'll call traditional yogic one, very Iyengar-influenced. Um. So when I was introduced to Thierry by you, one, I don't think I understood intellectually entirely what was going on. I had like nervous system conversations weren't happening in the yoga world, it. so it was like, what's yep. the point of this? Right, I'm shaking. You know, I did. I didn't. You know, I and I thought it was kind of weird. So I left sort of that initial intro session, being like, okay,
0: yeah, yeah. that thing. Sure, life goes sure.
1: on. Um, but the turning point for me was, you know, I love it when the world does this for us, it just kind of puts things right in front of us was that shortly after that, I had a client I've been working with for for quite a long time, um, who had part of her, the way her symptoms would manifest, she she would sometimes end up with muscle spasms related to a condition she has, um. And they were really panicking. They were scary for her. She didn't know if they were going to go mm. away. And so there was this little, like panic mm. thing that would happen. So I got this phone call one morning from her and she was in one of these situations. And I happened to have time that morning. She so was like, we'll just come in. So she comes in, she's sitting in my office in a chair, right. shaking in the chair, spontaneously shaking. And I was like, Oh, this is, this is it. This is, this is the thing. like, that was a moment that like it, something came together, something clicked for me. And I was like, Oh wow, this, this is actually Mm -hmm. very powerful. So I said to her, look, I don't know very much about this, but it's already happening. Can you just lay on the floor and just let this happen?
0: Mm. See what it
1: wants to do. So she ended up tremoring Mm. for about 10 minutes. It kind of fizzled out on its own. And then I was like, this is my friend, Alex's card. He's trained to work with this. You need to go see him because you need this. this, the spasm uh-huh. stopped, she felt right. calmer, the panic resolved. And that was the moment for me where I was like, Oh, I need, I need to figure that I need to learn more about this. I need to do this and immediately Got signed it. up for training. It's funny myself. because I
0: don't think I, so, what's funny about that is yeah. I don't, I don't think I knew that at the time. I don't really remember getting that referral, but I believe you. Um, yeah. But, yeah. but it's funny. I, I, I feel like I didn't know that, uh, you know, that. That yeah. catalyst for yeah. you, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so so that that's led to it. What I realized was th- the way. I, in summary, I would say it was like, oh, it's the nervous system that's missing here, like that, like it, just like that regulation is mm. the link that I see needs to happen.
0: I see. Very yeah. cool. So so then you know soon enough you you know you went through the certification pro- program, etc. Um, Mm -hmm. and yeah, what did that, that theme of bringing in the nervous system, you know, you, you know, you had deep yoga training at that point with, with, you know, the, the, you know, you know, um, robust lenses included in yoga therapy Mm -hmm. from, um, Ayurvedic and, and, you know, other, otherwise Mm energetic, energetic systems, uh, Eastern physiology, Mm -hmm. things like that. What, um, what was the process of integrating, sort of a Western um, uh, nervous system lens within your pre-existing framework. Part of the reason I'm asking that is, I had to do that process sort of after my like zen training yeah. and then getting so interested in the Western science. So I kind of had my own version of that, but I, I'd i love to hear what that was like for you. Yeah, uh,
1: okay, so for, for me, there's a specific lens from yoga therapy that, that I've always really resonated with, and it's called the koshas. And essentially, long story short, there's sort of like layers to our experience of self, right? There's different entry points. It could be through the breath, and the breath can impact the body, and the body can impact the breath, right? And communication right. goes from deepest to outwards, from outward yeah. to sin. Anyways, once I I learned the polyvagal theory, understood how to look at a, a person right. through that lens, it was like, oh, the koshas actually became more uh, potent uh, uh, uh. for me through that because, right? I love sort of the unknown of well, is this really spiritual experience I just had actually just a nervous system experience,
0: <laughs> yeah, both,
1: <laughs> right? Like it was really freeing. I love that. I
0: love that. We're gonna make a short right? of that clip. Okay, uh, yeah, keep going.
1: <laughs> right. With- <laughs> It was really liberating and just this opportunity to go like, this is so complex. We can't right, pin right. it down, but we all have a different, we all have a way we relate to it, a way we name it, a way we find meaning in it. And I think what the nervous system did is let me just lean into that in a different way. It also helps me to understand why for some of my clients, it felt like we were kind of rinse or like wash mm. rinse repeat like we were doing the same thing over and over and we we're just mm. in this cycle and i felt like how do we break this cycle of like you see me you feel better you go home mm. it falls apart again and then we are doing this right. over and over again it was that we weren't getting enough into the nervous right. system like we needed to really focus there and then that has made the other work that much more potent so It's impacted my lens in many ways, in many layers. um, But really, it's so
0: interesting. I I love that. Um, Yeah, Yeah. you know, just to to to, yeah, I guess I just want to resonate with that. The thing I laughed at there, where you said, you know, is this spiritual experience just a nervous system experience? And then that, and then somehow it's a both and. And then you know, you can lean in. Um, Yeah, very similar for me in the sense that to me. Paradoxically, there's something very empowering about um, about normalizing that that yeah you know we're human beings we have big experiences emotional uh, you know what we what we call spiritual um, but having to do with meaning uh, our sense of connection to self and, and, and there's actually something very liberating about the flexibility of, Hey, we can, we can interpret that in, in, in different frameworks and, and, and something that I've come to appreciate over my, you know, years of practice has been, um, that those so-called spiritual experiences or deep transformational experiences, uh, uh, like, to me, they've become sort of n- like normal in a way and and natural. And of course, you would, might have an experience like that. You're in a human body with a human nervous system. Why wouldn't you have access to that kind of uh, uh, experience or state? Uh, so I just, I hear a little bit of that maybe in 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 your description.
1: Yeah. And I think, too, to go even uh, maybe another step further with that, my clients come in right. thrown- belief systems, histories. And for some of my clients, if I talk yeah. about energy, they're like, right. you're a lunatic. Yeah. I'll see yeah. you later.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: right? But for some people, if I'm using kind of jargon associated with polyvagal theory, they have no connection to that. It's, it feels clinical, but they feel yeah. a chakra, right? So, so there's this ability to be flexible, yep. And we're really just talking about right. the same thing. A totally. human
0: experience. Yeah, yeah. And awesome. Yeah. Okay. So so just for any listeners, you know, we've polyvagal theory has come up in this podcast. Um, but give, you know, give us like a, I don't know, one to two minute, just a, n- not a big lecture, but just get somebody who doesn't know what the polyvagal theory is, but they've heard of it. Just give mm-hmm. a what are some of just the broad strokes of 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 that?
1: Yeah. 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 So, I mean, okay, in the simplest way, I think to me, the polyvagal theory is a way of understanding and relating to our nervous system, identifying sort of the range of experiences that our nervous system can have that are all healthy and adaptive for mm. survival. Um, and in some cases, you know, or hopefully more, are uh, more typical is also for thriving, not right, just surviving. Right. Um <laughs> But th- there's this range of experiences we can dip into through what we call the sympathetic nervous system, which helps us to either engage with the situation or get away from a situation. Nice. Or if we're really safe, we can be playful and passionate and right, vibrant, right. right? And then there's this other side of our nervous system, <laughs> what we might call the parasympathetic, which can help us in... In situations, kind of numb out as needed or disconnect Mm. as needed Mm. to protect us. Um, But that also that can give us access to deep states of relaxation, deep spiritual experiences, settling, um, and that this whole range is really important Mm. for our nervous system. Some of us get kind of stuck in a rut Mm. with that. Um, And so part of what the work we're doing from my perspective would be that we're helping us Come back into that flexibility of our nervous system to be able to experience a range of felt experiences and and know how to work with empower us to work with those those experiences. I love that, and I love
0: how you never used the word ventral vagal complex or dorsal vagal complex. (laughs) Kudos, kudos, kudos to you. Yes, nicely done. Wonderful. So and so, I know that you, you know, kind of staying on this theme of you know nervous system lens, but in the in the yoga background, because I know you've yeah. taught some workshops for uh, mm-hmm. for yoga people uh, about that, bringing in polyvagal mm-hmm. theory uh, from a yogic lens. H- how is do, how is that received? Do other people other people with a yogic you know framework are you seeing like oh yeah that the yeah. polyvagal theory or a nervous system model is is giving value to some of your colleagues, peers, students in the yoga yoga world.
1: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And it's one of those situations where a Western mm. lens, sure. a Western lens, nervous system lens is affirming something that's already been existing and understood mm. in different language and, and held in a broad, different mm. framework but affirming something we've already been working with. So um, in the yoga therapy world, there's some parallels between the polyvagal theory and what we call the gunas in the, in the yogic world, which are kind of these also three kind of uh, models of how we're experiencing ourselves and where things, there's hybrid stays and where things can get out of balance, getting stuck one way. Yeah. So for me, I've, I've helped to just sort of make parallel understanding that these things really might be talking about the same human mm-hmm. experience interesting that we've interest ended up with similar language to describe the experiences of sympathetic or rajas mm-hmm. in the guna world mm-hmm. um or ventral and sattvic in Right, that there's parallel in how we describe those experiences, and that we can just move from there and understand how these are actually reinforcing mm-hmm. each other, and finding yeah, find super
0: interesting. To do that. I guess for me, being very yeah. elementary in my in my yogic uh, yeah. ayurvedic, but I get curious too about like you know the uh, doshas and you know pitta vata kapha. Oh do, yeah, do you do you look at that sometimes from a comparative lens?
1: Well, so. Yes. So the yoga is a lot of, there's like things that build, there's concepts Uh that build. Right. And if you think of it as like, so the most basic and then it gets more complex, the gunas are sort of the base layer base foundational. So the doshas come off of the gunas and like how the elements come together is very informed by that. And so if you were doing an assessment around doshic stuff, you would also be considering gunas, the gunas, gunas and elements. So absolutely. Like your intuition is, is right on there because there's a direct yeah. link. Super cool. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Um, yeah. Okay. So, you know, fast forward a in time, you went through the training, a lot of other things have happened. Mm-hmm. COVID happened. Uh, we've been, you know, we've been doing our certification training for four years now, something like that, both online in person. Mm-hmm. So a lot of, you know, you've, you've been, you know, you. Uh, you've been teaching a class consistently for a number of years, two, three, four years around integrating TRE with somatics. I want to talk about that in our conversation here in a minute. Um so anyway, but you you know, so so time is going on, yeah. and at least to my eye, uh tremoring has been a a a a block within your context of 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 yoga therapy and other stuff. What um mm-hmm. What's the present tense? Like uh, you know, what are the kinds of clients you're working with? Um and and, and I want to hear sort of how TRE weaves into a, a model of a treatment model that that you that you use.
1: I think to continue on what I was just saying yeah. about building blocks. To me, tremoring, or I guess more broadly speaking, the not the nervous system, the autonomic nervous system in a similar way is that yeah. building block. So On the one hand, for basically every client I see, no matter what they've got going on, if we can help support autonomic regulation and flexibility in the nervous system, everybody's going to (laughs) benefit. And across the board.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs)
1: Across the board. Whether you've got restless leg, PTSD, low back pain, can't sleep. Yeah, yeah, it's going to help. Can't sleep. Anger issues, <laughs> we got it. Let's go. Yeah, um, shake. Yeah. I anything mean, like, really. So, in that in that way, I, I it is a broadly applied. I, I would say ninety eight percent of uh-huh. my clients are working with TR. Uh-huh. Yeah, point. yeah. And it, and it and it might not be where right, they right, start, right. but at some point, it it becomes clear that
0: how, how to weave that in.
1: It's time. Time. It's time to introduce it. Sometimes their body tells me um, because it just starts spontaneously doing it um, because it is natural. And so then we might say, okay, it's time to have a conversation about what's happening with that and to help normalize it and give them a container to work with it. Sometimes I start there because it's very clear that we're not going to be able to work productively with any other Mm. tool until we can get enough. Moving through the system, discharging to be able to settle into the body and actually right.
0: work with it. Totally. Give an example of you know I think of you as being just as you shared you know quite broad in in the kinds of folks that you can support because because you're besides T R E you know you've got body work as a tool you have uh, HANA Semantics, which is very refined um, uh, nervous system, um, uh, movement work, uh, basically neural repatterning mm-hmm. through movement, uh, kind yep. of a framework, uh, as well as the, the yoga background. And so, so in, in my mind, and, you know, I also work with you, so I kind of, it's not just a guess. I, I know this, but, you know, you work, you know, there's people who are, you know, trying to work on their back pain. There's people who are trying to understand, uh, you know, they're working with their hypermobile mobility disorder and trying to find stability within their structure. Uh, But then there's people with anxiety. There's people who explicitly are coming for nervous system dysregulation or emotional processing or traumatic recovery, which from an outside observer, I mean, for us, at least me anyway, and I think you, it's become normal that all these broad, you know, musculoskeletal mental health that these things fall under can, can fall under one umbrella. Can you just speak a little bit to, um, yeah, Yeah. just sort of the kinds of people who, who are finding you, uh, and, and the process of, um, you know, some people are, are coming to you for nervous system work. And so it's probably pretty easy to introduce TRE as a very powerful nervous system regulating technique. But some people are saying, hey, yeah. my, my back pain, and and you're having to educate them about the the component of the nervous system. Can you just sort of speak to that broadness a little bit for just imagining somebody who, yeah. who that would be new, new territory? Yeah,
1: well, I'll start by saying, I think one of the gifts yeah. of COVID is that it, because of the intensity of that experience sure. for the world, I, I think so many people are much more, the ability to d- deny the connection between the mind and body and the impact, like, uh. that's gone, right? Like They're connected, right? I was so stressed out and then I was grinding my teeth and then I started getting headaches yep. and then I started, so I think that helped people see it and, and, and I don't have to work so hard anymore to explain that to people, yep. but yeah, I absolutely yep. still do. Um, so, uh, I guess I'll, I'll give specific kind of like pretend yeah, examples. Yeah. So if somebody coming in chronic long history mm. of knee pain, they're losing mobility. They can't do the things they love anymore. Maybe they feel frustrated or maybe they feel mm. afraid. Um, what does this mean for my long-term aging? I want to be able to get down on the mm. floor, right? They start projecting out mm. about that. Well, that's yeah. stress, yeah. right? That, that's stress. This thing that's happening in their body is stressing yep. them out. Maybe they're losing yeah. sleep over it, or maybe they're starting to have like shoulder yeah. tension. So, what I try to do is help people see how this physical experience is not just a physical experience, yeah. right out of the gate, right? And I do that in part with my intakes, like what yeah. questions I ask. So, your knee hurts. Well, how are you sleeping? Are you having anxiety about it, right? I, I start leaving that from the beginning to help them understand mm. that. But the other thing we know from a, from a pain lens, again, you know, Western research has, or medical research has really helped us understand this is that when we are stressed, it exacerbates pain mm. symptoms. So we can get in this loop where we have pain, it creates stress, the stress creates more pain and then it. Yeah. <laughs> so part, part of what I invite people into is, is, well, how do we cut through that cycle? How do we help you manage the stress of the pain? And then we'll also work with what's actually happening structurally right. in the body, right? So I start to connect mm. that from the beginning. The other side of the coin is someone's maybe coming in with history of panic attacks. Uh, they're missing work because of it. They're not sleeping well. They're having gut issues. So for that person, they're maybe already there going, I need my nervous system to, to feel a little bit better. I need to regulate. I need... Um, And for me, then I can also start to work with them on, okay, so you're having these chronic headaches. You feel a lot of weight and tension here. When you feel that it makes you worried, you're going to start to have a panic attack. Sometimes I'll say to folks, you know, are you anxious because mm. you're tight or are you tight mm-hmm. because you're anxious? It mm-hmm. goes both ways. So if we can help you get out of this tension Mm. pattern, right, help you release that, that might actually change your experience of anxiety or the frequency or the intensity Mm. of it, because we're helping your body get out of this this Mm. cycle. Um, So for me, it starts from the very beginning, the first conversation I have with with folks is like, I, I'm looking at yeah. this broadly. Let me invite you into how I might be able to see your experience. Does this resonate for Yeah, yeah. For
0: nice, you? To, nice. Well, okay. So here's another thought and question for you um, that comes up, I think, a lot, especially for, you know, uh, for our TRE students, you know, because you and I are certifying people. So, yeah. um, but also our clients as well. Um, and I'm curious about your version mm-hmm. of this, because, you know, one of the reasons I assume you agree with this, but, you know, at least one of the reasons, you know, new folks are coming into Redbeard and I'm, you know, having a conversation with them and, and I, and I'm describing TRE. One thing that I often am saying is, uh, that TRE is a really important component of our, of the things that we offer, you know, not just as individuals, but even just as the company at Redbeard. And part of the reason is, uh, is one it's, it's, Um, It's a super direct way of accessing the autonomic nervous system. And when it's a good fit, which it usually is, it's just a, it's a powerful uh, self-regulating tool. And that it's really a, that that it, and that our style is to work with you individually first, typically. Um, and there's a lot we can do in facilitated sessions. And then another very valuable attribute of TRE is when a person feels comfortable uh, and safe with it, they can independently practice. Uh, and for many people, it becomes a lifelong. Nervous system tool, you know, sort of like brushing their teeth or something like that, but for for managing their autonomic uh, nervous system. And so, so that idea of um, that we can provide somebody uh, an education about their own nervous system, and then something that they can use independently is is such a valuable uh, aspect of it. At the same time, facilitated T R E work is. Uh, can help deepen can provide a container uh there's so much value richness that happens in a f- in facilitation one on one or in group so coming into the question that i think some of our students have is could um for you um speak to that difference you know what's the value of somebody learning to tremor and using that uh, as part of their own self-care uh, and and then also how it shows up in your treatment room in terms of facilitated
1: work. Well, one of the things I was as you were talking, I was really feeling and feeling into is that you know, we're social mm-hmm. creatures. we th- we thrive through connection. and for me, one that's actually one of the most important things about about my work is that my and I, I don't even mean this in like an egotistical sense, but like my ability to show up mm-hmm. for you is part of the therapeutic process. And that's really like mm-hmm. as a provider that like, if you can't show up and hold space in a safe space, doesn't matter. You you could be as educated as mm-hmm. anyone and it doesn't, it just doesn't <laughs> matter. Um, <laughs> you, have to, right. you have to be safe. Um, and I think but I, I want to highlight that because when we're introducing someone to TRE, this is something we have in every other situation in our life been conditioned to absolutely not do, hold it together, be strong, get right. it done. And there's something very, I, I really think it's counterculture. And, and I mean that in like yeah. the good way <laughs> to renormalize mm. this, to get back to that spontaneous self regulating capacity. But that, it can be a little bit bumpy because the conditioning mm. is deep to not mm. do this. Um, so for me, I think there's a huge benefit of one, just learning this with someone because they can help normalize it, help you understand it. Is this okay? Is this normal that this is happening this way? Do other people do mm-hmm. it this way? You know, These are really common questions I get and I can help people relate to their experience and, and hopefully trust it. And, and then as they build that trust within themselves, to me, that's when they can really thrive independently mm-hmm. because they feel safe with it. They've had enough support to then kind of launch independently and then they can, they can take the reins mm-hmm. from there. With that said, to your point that, yeah, continuing facilitated work can be incredibly powerful mm-hmm. because there's nothing like mm-hmm. being seen. There's nothing like someone holding space for you and being curious about you. That's its own Mm. therapy. Um, And so for me, even with some of my longer term clients, it's like we keep coming back and having these experiences because it does change Mm. things. And having someone else see you can help you see yourself and things that you just, you didn't even, you don't know what you don't know because we're all, we're all in there, (laughs) stuck in ourselves. And for someone else to, to see us can help us expand mm. the lens. Um there's and then there's definitely also things around, you know, you've got history of injury or scar tissue mm. or frozen areas kind of either energetically, psychoemotionally, mm. just like continued work can help just keep refining that, peeling off right. more layers, um, just going deeper
0: over yeah. time. So would uh, you say, yeah, yeah, that, no, that, that, that's, yeah, that's what I'm asking about. So, so for you, is it common where, you know, again, thinking about kind of your, you know, the, the, the treatment, you know, the, the blending of things,
1: movement yeah. work, body work,
0: TRE work, mm-hmm. is it, is it common for you that there's a phase of a lot of fairly active TRE where, and, and, um, And then, you know, so you've gotten some very good, you know, they are understanding their nervous system better. They're feeling safe with it. They've been, they've been seen all of those powerful things. And then now, uh, uh, maybe you're still doing it, but maybe less. Maybe now you're doing, you're shifting into, uh, where your one-on-one work is maybe steering towards one of those other modalities but the fact that they're doing it on their own is still in the background as part of their process and then maybe and maybe periodically you're you like okay let's have it be a TRE day today or something i'm just curious curious about how that works for you yeah um
1: yeah let that phrase
0: maybe today needs to be a TRE day that is like, True. Thing that's a, that's <laughs> a thing to say you can say tours oh, say yeah. i think today's going to be a TRE day yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: Yeah, I just need uh, So sometimes it is that intentional. It's like we sit down, we're saying right. hi, we're talking about okay, how's life been since right. I last saw you? It's like, oh, okay, we got it. Today's a <laughs> TRE day. Other times where what what I love about TRE is once it's uh-huh. normalized, you. I, I'm going to say you, but I also really it's an, it's both an I statement, but I do see this in other people. So we, I guess, is the right. the, the better right. pronoun there. We can start to feel when it wants Mm, to come mm, up, right there for me it's mm, like this itch it's like oh i can feel a little shaky wants to mm, happen somewhere and for me that's mm, a gold mine with my clients they start to feel Mm. that i'm always inviting them oh does it feel like it needs to shake a little bit do we need to just take a moment and let that move through a little bit and then we can go back into either whether we're doing the body work or somatics or does it want to happen while we're doing this and like literally two things happening right, at right. once sometimes people can hold both. sometimes it's like no i need to just like this, this. thing
0: or this other I need to thing just yeah. discharge
1: yeah. right so but i'm holding space for for that potential right. and you know they get to choose uh but yeah it, it starts to naturally show itself right because it's part of that communication from our body and we can go oh i can i can feel this something's mm-hmm. ready. Something mm-hmm. needs to move. Yeah. Great. great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, I think that's a good way to put it. And, and yeah, I'm, where I'm resonating is especially in the body work slice of my work where, um, where, you know, that was, and that was my original excitement with TRE was just, you know, the, in those first few years was I was doing all body work at the time. And when I discovered TRE uh, one, it, it explained what I was already seeing, which is people spontaneously tremoring on the table, which had happened to me, which was my origin story. But um, but then also, it was just the, this uh, powerful accelerant that by, by, by engaging in TRE um, first with me and then independently, it was like all the structural integration work I was doing, it's like it could happen two or three times faster the muscles would release because yeah. the nervous system became a participant rather than you know sort of this unknown uh territory so um uh and then the idea that then the that once TRE is introduced and known and, and welcomed and felt and that then the likelihood of it, of it arising, you know, even in a body work session and then organically being able, okay, great. Okay. So tremoring is happening. Let's, you know, let's let that continue to happen or let's pause and just let's let that release, uh, happen. And okay, now we might go on with the, uh, you know, opening up some connective tissue or whatever it is that was happening. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm just yeah. uh, thinking for myself.
1: I really resonate with that phrase that the, the nervous system becomes uh-huh. a participant. It's like this entity in right. the room. We're all feeling into yeah. it. I, I love that. I think that's exactly nice. it.
0: Super cool. So one of the things that I think is so um, uh, n- valuable and nice about the TRE community um, of, of trainers um, and, and, and not mm-hmm. only trainers and providers is there's a little bit of an ethos of you know sure you know Dr. Bruselli you know found, uh, you know honed in on this method and and but there's this big permission around um, that you know there's a worldwide community of people who think tremoring is awesome and useful and great and there's this big permission around. Uh, 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 People, you know, kind of like discovering new things, new applications, new integrations, um, you know, and so, you know, for me, a lot of that, that's been in body work, uh, but, you know, in other things too, like, you know, how does it connect with somatic experiencing? I've been thinking about how does it connect with parts work, you know, fr- from IFS, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, and, and, and you've done the same, um, uh, a lot within the, within the field of somatics, um, specifically meaning oh. Hanna somatics and as a movement education or, or nervous system repatterning, however we want to call it. And you've, you know, you've run this regular class and workshops for a long time where you're, where you're hybridizing, where you're using uh, mm-hmm. refined movement work and you're using tremoring. And I'd love to hear what you're learning because you're, you're, you're a few years yeah. deep into it. And, and what what are you on unearthing in that hybridization
1: yeah so i'll give a little context um to go into that so when i went through my uh somatics training which was part of my yoga therapy training for me those together. two are like yes yeah. they're together um so in the hana somatics world there's this term clonus and and they, so I'll mm-hmm. just give an example, so, if you're going kind of into a pattern and in somatics, we do these very slow releases. that's like that's that's the juice mm-hmm. that's the heart of it, okay. It's very common for people to get okay. shaking sometimes it's happening just in the process of the release, and sometimes it's like they release and then they're kind okay. of shaky um. When I was going, I had, I had done my TRE training and then like basically kind of the day I graduated TRE training, like the I was starting uh, therapy training, my yoga, my hand asthmatics training. So I came in already with right, this right. lens and I was like, oh, this, this is just a brilliant mm. doorway. This is a brilliant, easy access mm. to the training. Like it was just immediately very mm. clear to me. Um, in part, and I guess a way that I think about it is that you know, if I were a wild animal, right, really, I'd be doing this once I'm safe again, right? It's like, oh, the thing is over and now I can discharge. And so it's like, to me, what the somatics are doing is they're saying, you can let this go. It's safe now. And then the body can just hmm. discharge. So I think I really think of it as a, the, the movement as a way and breath and body work it's like we're te- we're communicating to the body, it's safe now or it's safe enough mm. now, you can start to let this mm. go. And then it's the communication of that message that gives the body permission mm. for tremoring. And 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 I find that it's very easy for people to access tremoring. When I was a new provider, I remember having this fear of like, what if they don't right. tremor? This, this is like a non-existent fear <laughs> for me because I know we've got all these tools to let the body know it's safe enough to let this go now. You can let it move. And I would say like that is a huge Uh, piece. Now, then on the nerdier side of things, like fascial chains and patterns and how that moves to the body, in a way, tremoring is an Mm, assessment mm, tool for me because I can see all right, I can watch this body move and go, it's stuck here, it's stuck there, it can't, it's, there's a bear. the tremors can't move yeah. through there. And so then I can, you know, maybe we were working with it directly in the tremorine, but we might also go, well, let's focus on that area in body work next time, or let's do some exercises to help you learn to feel, literally let your sensory motor cortex awaken yeah, to that yeah. area. And then maybe something different can happen in your yeah. tremorine, and let's see how these how these play together, the, the communication really, truly goes both ways. And for me, that's the mm. potent thing is like, let's, let, let's just let these modalities talk mm. to each other. They inform each other. And then that's also, so for me, when I'm working with a client, it's very fluid. I, it's like, we might go through a couple weeks. Where we're working with this and it's like, okay, no, now we got to dip into this. Okay. No, now we got to mm-hmm. dip into this. And most of my clients know that like we're going to be working multiple,
0: multiple, multiple directions, multiple, multiple yeah. angles. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It, because you do, you have to just sort of like, well, yeah. what's it need now? What's it need now? And just follow yeah. that. Um, in the classes, <laughs> I, what I, one of the things I've really been leaning into over the last couple of years is I'll I generally, when I come in and I teach, I have kind of a theme for the day, something we're noodling on, And how do I, I weave that through the somatics practice. Mm. We start there kind of, is that like, Oh, okay. Can we, can we let go and then come into the tremoring that whatever movement patterns we're exploring, I think of that as planting seeds in the Mm -hmm. nervous system that then can express in the tremoring. And then when we're tremoring, I'll often, I call them experiments. So, okay, we're going to run these experiments. We'll circle back to some of those somatic Mm -hmm. processes sort of like Mm plant some more
0: seeds
1: and then see what else wants to germinate and so truly there's this there even in the class Mm -hmm. there's this dance kind of back and forth and how does that change your maybe it changes your tremoring process like in terms of where the tremors are or like are they Mm -hmm. bigger are they more subtle but actually i think what what is really also very powerful that gets overlooked sometimes is how do you feel about mm. the tremors? How mm-hmm. do you feel like, do you like these more? Do they have, do you feel mm. safer mm. with them or, or does it suddenly feel edgy in a different way, even though the movement might feel not right, that right. different. Um, so I'd like to leave that as well. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what, what's Super cool! Well. So,
0: there. anybody listening, that's a Wednesday class, regular standing Wednesday Zoom class, ten thirty a.m. Central yeah. Time, Chicago time zone. Um,
1: Experienced, yeah, tremors. yeah, not not for
0: Thanks. beginners, yeah, yeah. Great. But this is once you've already yeah. known Tremoring uh, and enough that you feel safe and regulated. Then uh, Ellen's class is awesome for deepening, uh, just as she's explaining here finding more richness, nuance, and exploration uh within within the sub. Well yeah. let's take our the, the last part of our time just to talk about the oh. the certification program because you know uh you yeah. know you and I have really sort of done that together um and it coincided with with COVID and we were like, ah but then we we went online and we've had some we've had so many, you know Amazing cohorts. We've tra- we've done a lot of our trainings together. Um, now we're doing some independently because of geography. You're you're and and you're doing this model of um uh where uh, people can join you uh in person in Madison, Wisconsin, and you've got the tech set up mm-hmm. so that people can can come in remotely, which is which is so interesting. Uh and and you know, you've got an upcoming program starting in December. Um What's, what's the, um, what, what I'm trying to think of a good question. I guess maybe here's a good question. What, what's, what do you think is unique about, uh, how you're teaching the certification these days? You know, as compared to say four years ago when we began, like what, 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 what are you doing now that, um, uh, that's sort of distinctive to, to your, um, to, you know, the class, the, the groups that you're leading?
1: Hybrid models, one, one piece, a kind of right. obvious piece that I am actually really excited about. Um, in part, because most of the people going through our, our certification are going to be working both in person mm-hmm. and online. And I think actually having the learning group hybrid helps us to stay connected to both of those pieces mm-hmm. throughout. Um, and in this group, particularly, we're going to have some people flying in for module one, but then module two, they'll do mm-hmm. online and then they'll come back for module yep. three. And I, I'm really excited about their having the experience in both ways so that they can literally feel, Oh yeah, like different things happen here. And there's, there's benefits to both. They're di- There's slightly different containers so that they'll have that as a really embodied experience. And I think that it, For me and my my Mm -hmm. approach to training, the embodied experience is so like that 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 that's Mm -hmm. my foundation for that. And going back to this idea of building blocks, the embodied experience is is hugely important. So they'll Mm -hmm. have this um, going forward. I also, at least for myself as a provider, you know, a lot of people come to TRE training because it was potent for them, it was powerful for them. And it likely for many of them wasn't necessarily like the smoothest thing in the beginning, they didn't just like jump in and feel like, wow, this is miraculous. I feel so much better already. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I celebrate the heck out of that (laughs) because I actually think, you know, like for someone who comes in and is like, Oh yeah, Uh I love tremoring. I can I'm like going for 45 yeah. minutes, nothing bothers right. me. It's great for me as a trainer. I'm like, all right, you might be the tougher trainee uh-huh. because you got to send, it's not going to be that right. way for everyone. So someone who can come in from their own experience of having some,
0: some, ch- oh, some challenge ah, or some, or some, some sensitivity. Challenge. Yep.
1: And sensitivity actually is going to serve them because they have that embodied understanding, and I really love to celebrate that. And I think that that helps create safety for people to just like bring mm. it forward because it's there's nothing wrong with mm-hmm. you. You're a human. There's nothing. This mm. isn't a failing. You're not like dysregulated. Can't uh-huh. do it. Not no provider here. <laughs> right. right? <laughs>
0: Right, right, you're human. You've got a nervous system. You understand that other people have nervous systems and stress responses. Yeah, totally. Yep, I like exactly. that. Exactly.
1: Yep. So for me, that that's like the environment that I really try to hold is like, we're all too. Yeah. I'm human too, and I got stuff, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> and we can just all hold this together, and then keep holding it for other people, and so that the container that I'm building mm-hmm. as a trainer is very mirror of what I'm trying to hold for my clients and just reinforce that, reinforce that, reinforce it. So we can just keep expanding that. To yeah.
0: The yeah. Awesome. Super cool. What, what yeah. are, 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 you still taking, what, what are your dates for your upcoming one?
1: Yeah. Um, the first one is December. Uh, I don't have it right in front of me. Yeah. We'll put it in 10th. the show
0: notes. Yeah. Have yeah. Yeah.
1: Check yeah. That. yeah. Put it in the show notes, please. Um, we've got, we definitely have some more space available. We've got a good sites group Great. on right now. Um, there are some spots still available. And, it, and it's, but and they, the, pro- the whole program,
0: program takes about 10 to 10 to 15 months, something like Would you, would you agree? Yeah. yeah.
1: So this cohort will wrap up. Their module three is going to be in August 2024. Right. And then I would say the speedy folks, they will be done maybe in like yep. October. Um, but you know, some people yeah. take a year, but yeah, so it's, yeah, 10, 10, to 12 months is a really Range. typical yeah. path. For
0: awesome. Clients. Yeah. Well, I'll put all yeah. the information in the, uh, in the show notes Good. for that. Um, well, awesome. I, I know we've got a cutoff, so let's, um, let's cut off at this point, but, um, yeah, no, thanks for, okay. thanks for taking this time just to, um, talk all Thank things you. TRE. I appreciate it. Oh. Yeah. It was
1: awesome. fun. Thanks Alex.
0: Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Redbeard Embodiment Podcast. To learn more, visit us at redbeardsomatictherapy.com or send me an email at alex at redbeardsomatictherapy.com. If today's conversation resonated with you, help spread the word by subscribing and sharing with others. Hope to see you next time.